Thank you, as always, for listening to Fluff and Crunch. In this, our first episode for 2023, we look back on 2022, and we look forward to some of the things that we're planning for this next calendar year. Thanks for listening to Fluff and Crunch, where we talk about the connection and sometimes disconnect between system, setting, and story in tabletop RPGs. Good morning, Chris. Hi, Jeremy. It is Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah, it is. On which we're, we're recording this, and this is going. This is our last episode of uh, of 2022. It'll go up, yep. which is pretty exciting, actually. Um, what, as we always do, what kind of have you done any gaming in the last week and some? I did. Well, I mean, I did some board yeah. gaming with some family friends, but I'm not counting that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I played I played D and D with Annie and her friends. So we played we played. Oh yeah. So, haven't done a Christmas act in Cthulhu last time. We did a Christmas D and D session this week. So that was. And this is the nice. one wherein your 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 daughter and her friends uh, befriended the red dragon. What was this like? So how did this it, shake the, out? basically, the pitch was is that they went to help some village who had put all of their presents in one place and the present had been stolen and they tracked down the culprits that turned out to be some kobolds who had stolen them and then given into this big dragon. Um, and then they killed the first few, they killed the first few of these kobolds to find where the other ones were. And then they sneak past the light. They got to the dragon and then the dragons all like, oh, I've got all these presents. I'm so lucky. They're all really valuable gifts. And the, they were like, nah, mate, they're, they're kids toys. And it's like, my kobolds would not, would not give me mere toys and they're like no no trust me so they convinced they basically the dragon was like i we don't believe you and then they showed the dragon by opening a toy which was like a toy train and so the dragon was like really cross and let them go let them take all the treasures back and then killed all these kobolds uh in in revenge so then they said i will go and find you some more lackeys so i guess if we have another session it might be them trying to find some more lackeys for this red dragon which is then a bit like never make a deal with a dragon, but no bad idea. Uh, but you know, but you don't you don't like Shadowrun, so never make a deal with a dragon isn't part of your uh, gaming uh, gaming like background because you know no, that's not you. a thing. That's not a thing for you. Nope. <laughs> How about well, you? I, that sounds fun. I can make it easy. I didn't do any. We uh, we weren't able to meet, and so uh, one of the guys in my group and I just got together. We just hung out and talked about all kinds of things. But uh, we have our Christmas special Octon Cthulhu game tonight. And uh, and then I guess, I don't know what's going on next week. I mean, next week's New Year's Eve. I don't go out on New Year's Eve. So I don't know if anything's happening next week. But tonight is the Christmas special. Uh, and I'll talk about that later because I'm not going to I'm not going to go into detail about the uh, so I took your idea and I took some other ideas and I dumped them in a creative blender and I ground them up and got something but i can't talk about it right now because i don't want to wreck the surprise oh mm. well i hope it goes well i think it will I i'm think glad it will. i actually had notes that i could give you even if they were like a page no something. hey you know what though it's it's amazing and the the star trek adventures mission briefs prove this you don't actually need depending on the game you don't need a you know 40 pages of stuff you, you really don't um I think if it's a system you know well and you've got a very clear picture in your head. That's why I think it works better for sort of like one shots. Yeah. 
when you're doing like, you know, trying to do something in your head when it's like a long running campaign and you've got to remember that like the names of NPCs and you need to be able to bring in all these, that you, you can't do that with a one page thing or just a few notes. But when you're doing one shots, it's, it's much easier because it's like, I I don't need to remember anything. I'm just going to do this thing and then it's done. So the NPCs can be in, you know, can be gone and it's, you know, there's different, there's totally different things on it. So yeah, just a yeah. When it's like a moment. fire and forget kind of story, it it yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So we'll do that. But tonight or today, rather, we want to do our year in review. We did one last year, um, and we did our our dreams and hopes for 2022. And so we're gonna smush. Or we're this is gonna be a reflection on those and how 2022 went for us individually I- as a show and. Um, and our take on just stuff in gaming in general. Uh, I don't so know what, what any of them were. That was the, that's the other thing last. Like sometimes when if normally when I never said look up, like this is coming up, I would be able to go back and listen to last year's episode, but I haven't really had that kind of time to sit and listen. To I'm going to edit this piece out so everything sounds genius. So I have no idea what we said we were doing mm. last year, other than Discord. I remember we said we were going to do a Discord. Talked about the Discord. We did, um, that's and it. we that's, did that. That's my recollection of what we said we were going to do this year. Yeah. Especially in terms of what I said if I was going to do for gaming, I have no idea. No, you know, actually, let's go ahead and take care of the show first then. Okay. Because we said we wanted to start a Discord and and draw in some people, and we've done that. And yeah. I've had some, I have had and I have seen some really interesting conversations about 2D20 stuff, gaming stuff, all kinds of things. And uh, and it's been I had hoped to attract and continue to attract some people who are interested in having thoughtful conversations. And I think we've, we've had that. And if, you know, if we just keep, you know, keep at it and, and providing a place for people to do that, it'll continue to happen. So I'm, that was something we set out to do. And I don't, you know, it's not like I don't need it to be big. I don't need to have a ton of people or something like that to, you know, stroke my ego. I just wanted to have some good conversations. And I, I think we absolutely have. I'm, I'm really yeah, thankful I, for the folks who have who've I joined us there. there more. Like I went in. on this week and there was like, there had been, you'd mentioned like you need to ask me about something, but it was like a week ago. So it's now if I answer it, it's like, okay, that seems like really, it was like so long ago. So what? Um, and so I just, I just, I just forget. I don't go on it. It's one of the things if lots of, if there was more, I think if there was more people on it and it was a regular thing that I'm coming, but then it's really hard to keep up with Discord yeah. conversations. So that's um, the trouble. So I, I, I forget and I dip in and out of things. I've seen the, uh, the, I've seen some, you know, there's plenty of really good conversations on the official Modifius Discord, but it's one of those things like, like Twitter, like unless you're on it all the time, it's so easy to just get lost. Um, so, yeah, I actually prefer it smaller because you can, yes. you can keep up with people and get to know people a little bit. So we've done that. We're really happy with that. The other thing that we said we wanted to do is we wanted to have uh, more guests. Oh, we did that. And we have increased our guest complement by 100% by virtue of having had two. Yeah. Oh, was, was Nathan last year then? Actually, so we increased it from nothing to two. Now we've done three, technically, because we had Nathan and we had... Oh yeah, with with, with Kyle uh, from Bastard Quest, yeah. and in a way, we had my buddy, who's that I game with. It that he stood in for you like a year that was ago. The turn of the year, the yeah. Twilight. So we've we've had one guest host, and we've had three guests. Yeah, in the last. So Lots yeah, that's there. cool. 
Oh, look at us branching out, talking to people. Progress as promised. Like when the government raises your taxes and says they're going to fix the roads they were supposed to fix in the first place. And then they put up a sign that says, says progress as promised. Was there anything else we said we were doing for the podcast? That must have been it, kind of. Yeah, so okay. Oh, I see. Okay. okay, I don't remember because I didn't go back and listen either. I just remember the discussion. <laughs> oh, <that's good. laughs> it should have a good memory. Uh, I still... I. Well, I think we said we were hoping that we'd hit more people outside of 2D20. Oh, yeah, you're right. But I think it's because all of the non-2D20 stuff we do is general role-play, and it, it's a harder yeah. sell because it's like just general role-play and stuff. But That's true. We, we, and usually, it's like, who do you, you, who'd you pitch it to? You can't pitch it to a particular game thing because it's, it's not game-specific, but then it makes it harder to... I mean, no, I'm okay people. with that. I'm actually okay with that. Like, every once in a while, we, we take pot shots at 5e, um and uh, and that's okay and every once in a while we even talk nicely about it and then um i think we're pretty balanced on 5e i think, I think, we we too. I think this year we happy i think in the first year of the podcast it was very much not balanced on, yeah i was very much 5e is terrible it's the worst thing ever only nixon um, only nixon could go to china so we had to establish our our credibility first so yeah. we wouldn't come across as like any one of the masses of slobbering 5e fanboys yeah, sorry, I they definitely no one to accuse us. It's, I think it's also nice that thanks to some uh, decisions by Modifius that, that people can't call us like Modifius or 2D20 fanboys. Yes. Because the, we've been very clear about at least two of their releases yeah. that we were less than in, well, all right, Homeworld and then like June. Well, June's different. June, June we're like, we're like 95% positive and then 5% yeah. we don't Dual. understand how dueling works. Um, um so okay so the, there's the show what about individually what are some things that you look back on 22 22 about in your gaming that you oh, were particularly are we like, not going to look at this show for next year then <laughs> oh, is it just well, no, we'll, you know we'll come back to that <laughs> okay. i think we'll come back so let's let's do the review and then we'll look we'll do the review we'll look oh, back we'll, okay. to look forward yeah, we can do that uh well, so what's something in this last year that you oh, feel man. really like hey i'm real i this this really i did it i accomplished it or i'm really satisfied about this in terms of your personal gaming um, well, I'll do a non-role-playing one first oh. because, because I did a lot of, a, a year ago, I was still really playing loads of Marvel. So I'm glad yeah. I did this ridiculous feat of playing five games with, I think it was 15 different factions. So that was, that was like a lot of different having to take a bunch of models that I hadn't really practiced with to events and do okay. Mm -hmm. And even at one point in that winning an event with models I hadn't played with. So that. That from a get you know from a, just a general gaming point of view that was a massive accomplishment. Um, I mean obviously I started that the year before, um, but I finished it off last year. So yeah, I, I won my first event. I never managed to win win an event before. So to win an event that was great That's and excellent. beat someone decent, and have got this pointless achievement of playing with fifteen five games with fifteen different groups of characters. That was. That was good. The funny I don't thing think since that's then, I, since then I have well, part of the thing is it almost killed the game for me because I have not gone back and played it since. Oh. I, I I ticked that box. I then sort of like I need a break now. I then did. Um, I then had work things, and then it was the summer, and then other things came up, and then I just haven't felt the need to go back. And I so since then I've only gone and played one miniatures tournament, which I didn't really have a good time at. So I kind of I did these big accomplishments, and then almost went well. I've done that tick mm, okay and now i don't i'm not feeling the need to go back at the moment um which is and now it's getting into all those mental things like we've talked about this kind of stuff in the past that 
now I feel like I would have to psych myself up to actually go back. I think it means Mika pushing me to go, you <laughs> need to go back and you need to get back into this. Cause at the moment I'm very much like, I can't be bothered. I don't really want to. And, you know, maybe I'd enjoy it when I was there, but it costs money and petrol and time. And, it, you know, I can come up with basically a million excuses just to avoid yeah. having to go and do something, which is now again, back outside my sort of general existence. Um, in terms of role playing, I'm actually really proud of the fact that I finally played through a whole 5e campaign book because we played the whole of Curse of Strad because I've never done it before. I don't know. Has 5e been out 10 years now? Uh, no, I think since either 2014 or 2015. Right. So it will be five, 10 years when Coming up. whatever the new verse, 6e comes out, if it's whether it's 6e or 5.5, because I think they're still being vague about it. Um, yeah. So I, I'm glad I did that because you know, we played it in eight sessions or something and people like, you know, these things take half a year and we did it in, you know, two months. Well, it took, took, it took more than two months because we didn't meet up every week, but, um, but yeah, I'm really chuffed that I managed to do that because I've bought quite a few of these 5e campaign books over the years, uh, or had them bought for me and I've never actually managed to play all the way through one. So to play all the way through one and one that people say is pretty good. Um, 2014. PHB yeah. is August of 2014, first printing. So yeah, I was I was I was, I was happy that as a, yeah, as a role playing thing. I think that's the sort of the highlight of my role playing year um, because I sat down and we said let's play this adventure and we played it all the way through and I didn't get bored halfway through and we finished it um, uh, and yeah, we had a lot of fun with it. That's good. Well, there you go. How that's about good. You? I don't have a specific for like for <laughs> RPGs. No, here, here's the thing. I I I don't have a specific year long thing, but I have something that 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 developed and evolved over the year. Uh, and that's that I'm I'm really happy with my group. I'm I'm not. I hate mine. Well, yeah, but you're stuck with them. Um, ancient friends. Now I can now I can wait and see if they right. listen. And you said what about me? <laughs> no, my my group is great. Uh, my group, I uh, they're just they're just they're really nice people who thread the needle. But they 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 I think for me they balance perfectly. They're they're really nice people. One. And on a gaming on the gaming side of things, they balance between like they can be serious, they can be goofy, they can be fun, they can you know th there's you know sometimes you got some players who like they're always like really super serious or they they can't talk for thirty seconds without a Monty Python or or a fart joke reference or something like that and it's just you know it, it gets tiring for me at least it does and it's just a really balanced great group of just really nice people um that i really enjoy uh gaming with and i really like as 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 people and so that's been that's been great like all the games we've played they've been open to playing and have put in their you know honest effort and we've we've done good things uh the minor thing although this took place sort of throughout the years i've been i've been really i consider myself really fortunate that i've been able to do the they call it playtesting work uh modifius does for the the like editorial commentary on some of the like forest yeah. of fear that i i did stuff on um and i did things on the octon cthulhu player's guide and the gm's guide um but forest of fear i i put a lot of of effort into and it was it was just really neat to watch something that big and that complicated evolve and see specifically you know some of my recommendations reflected in the final product 
not from like a stroking my ego standpoint, but just from like, wow, these, these are like, these are really great people who actually listen. Like this is a bunch of gamers who happen to run a gaming company and they're looking to put out the best products that they would want to play and they would want to run for their friends. Uh, and that's, that's neat. And so I've got two other opportunities now that I'm, that I'm working on, uh, for them that, uh, I just, it's just neat. It's just a really cool thing. Like, uh, call it like a very minor side hustle, which 99% of which is just intellectual and creative. Um, but to be able to feel like, to actually not feel like, to be able to be part of contributing to this game line that I really like um, has been has been really neat. So on like a personal and gaming uh, side of things, that's been, that's been neat. 2022 has provided me something like I've actually, I'm actually contributing to a published game. That's, uh, that's oh. neat. That's really neat. Yeah, I think I'm really, I'm also really happy that I played um, Tales from the Loop, which is quite different quite. from most other, well, you know, most because most other role playing games involve, you know, killing yeah. people, um, or and like so to play as to have them play as kids doing, not really kid stuff, but still, I mean, it was kind of you know felt very reminiscent of Stranger yeah. Things, but um, but yeah, to have them, you know, not really resort to violence because that wasn't a thing, and having to do other stuff and having to deal with their parents and you know annoying sisters that tagged along all the time and stuff like that um that was that was nice doing something different um unfortunately i also watched the tv program which was not great um but the yeah the role-playing game was really good so that was yeah cool. i enjoyed that i feel like i haven't done that much role-playing this year when i look back at the i feel like i've done those in conan and like it's 52 weeks in a year whereas it goes by quickly it, it, in, in retrospect yeah, it, it always goes a, by so quickly I mean, there's so many weeks we end up missing and so many weeks we do something else that actually the role playing ends up being a much smaller amount of time and to get some more done with Mika and Annie next year and like bring it, take it up that way. Now, what about, um, um, so there's an individual, there's show individual. What about like gaming in general, something that you were really happy about, something you were maybe a little disappointed about in gaming or frustrated by or something like that? in the gaming world writ large gaming world uh i mean one obviously is something that i've talked about as being both a pro and a con i was super happy to see a new version of a even though it's only a beta of the well, playtest whatever they called it of the marvel role-playing game coming out and then it'd be absolutely awful and unplayable they said and i haven't played it you know because I've, I've i've ran encounters myself but i haven't sat down i haven't i haven't inflicted <laughs> it on anyone because you're nice <laughs> Because in the first, because in, you know, the original version and 1.1 and 1.2, it had massive moments. I think actually now in 1.3, it may be closer, closer to like being more playable. But I suspect that we haven't seen the last version yet. I think kind of the main changes now that people have kind of gone, okay, yeah, this change is really good. But now having made that change, you now need to make this other change. You know, when you so, say inflict um, on other people, and I think back to you describing all the math or as you say, the maths. And I, I imagine you <laughs> having this, like reaching behind your back at a table of players and you reach around and you have this box and you open it up and you're like, look what I have for you. And you, and you, you unleash the non-Euclidean geometry of the, of the Marvel game and you drive people I just, crazy. I can imagine certain groups sitting down, <laughs> playing it and thinking, oh yeah, this is, no. this is lots of fun. This is really cool. I realize, because if they haven't got those kind of brains. What, like the problems behind it? It's like, like mythos math. 
Yeah, but I can remember. I can imagine playing with Brian and Brian straight away going, "Wait a minute! If I'm using this character against that character, this character can never hit that character. That's just dumb." And wait a minute, this character will just one shot this. This wait a minute, yeah. who came up with it? And he would just twig it like me. He would realize it so quickly, um, because that's what I did. I just looked at it and I sat there and ran the numbers and like was like, "This, this is stupid. This doesn't. This doesn't work. Like mathematically, this game doesn't work." Um, I think they've, you know, they've moved in the right direction for a lot of that and made a load of the fixes that I suggested. Obviously, I probably wasn't the only person suggesting them. Um, so I'm hoping that by the time it releases next year, it's actually going to be in a reasonably playable format. I'm slightly worried they may have removed things that were actually some of the good things they had in it to sort of simplify. And when I think, you know, you simplify and you get rid of some stuff that was actually quite cool and now it's less interesting. Um, but yeah, that was something I was that was like, oh, yeah. And I was really excited. I know I did a lot of writing about Marvel stuff in my blog, but uh, but then, yeah, that kind of went down. I mean, actually, as, a, as an aside, because I mentioned the blog, yeah, the blog kind of went through being really, doing really well at the start of the year, partly because, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd ended the year last year really well and I wanted to put yeah. more effort into the blog. So I probably did say that was something I wanted to do more of. Um, and for a good chunk of this year, I was putting a lot of time into the blog. But then through a combination of, kind of wasn't I, I stopped playing marvel so i wasn't really bothered about talking about marvel and then i had to try and make some money out of it because i'd had to move it to a paid hosting site and then that all went horribly wrong that i was just kind of at the moment i've just given up on it completely um so yeah some point next year i have to make a decision kind of just to scrap it completely and save myself a bit of money but then no one else will be able to ever access yeah. all the stuff i wrote so Oh, that sounds well. So I need to think about that for next year. So that was kind of, that's a bit of a game. I'm trying to think, is there anything else? Um, no, I, don't, I think it'd be more stuff I'd be talking about for next year. I guess one thing, and you can, you'll pretty pitch on this well, would be the SRD. The SRD was another thing where it was like good and bad. I'm, I'm glad they finally released the SRD. But then because they didn't follow that up with the, however we're meant to you yeah. know, use the SRD, it kind of died a swift death. I mean, you know, like, yeah, people could, people could write stuff with it and just throw it up on their blogs and things. But, you know, we all know, even if people aren't desperate to make loads of money, it's a nice way of being able to share it to people to throw it on drive through and go, well, look I, what I, did. I read, and I mean, I've, I've seen lots of language like this, or it seems like it, uh, but this seemed a lot more definite and impending. It's, it seems like the, those community publishing guidelines are, are going to be out soon. So, yeah, I was really happy with the SRD. Um, and, and finally, you know, I, and we talked about this in the second episode on skills and, um, and I've been working on, although the, the two things that I've got for that I'm working on for Modifius right now have pushed bog standard off to the side for a bit, but I need to, I need to create more time for that because maybe that could be, that could be a thing. Um, but I was really happy with the SRD. That was a that was a big, like call it in the gaming world that I was I was really happy with. Uh, the thing though that I'll that I was disappointed with, and I think you'll join me in this. Homeworld. I was bummed yeah. about that because I really was I was looking forward to a like a good middle of the road sci-fi. That would be a little crunchier, a little grittier, maybe than Star Trek Adventures. And we know what we got. We got this incredibly vague world, this incredibly vague setting with Star Trek Adventures with a few different terms. 
And I mean, I, I have it. I just have absolutely zero desire whatsoever after reading over after reading like the, you know, the the preliminary materials and things like that, and then seeing a sample of the final release. I just I just have absolutely no desire. Um, and it's a bummer because I was I was looking forward to it. So that was my that was my disappointment. Pretty minor, but but definitely definitely there. No, I don't have the same with that. I mean, because that felt like that was the big modifius release yeah. of the year. Because kind of everything, I mean, all right, we got sort of bits and pieces of it last year, but kind of, you know, lots of other Modifia stuff that came out this year was we got PDFs the year before. We didn't really get any new, you know, core system type things because they all came out last year. And some of them I might have got the book this year, but, you know, I, I felt like everything else I got the PDFs last year. So, yeah, I was Homeworld. We were hoping to be like, like you said, it would be like a more generic yeah. sci-fi game, but they didn't make it a generic sci-fi game. They made it usable kind of where you can use it to do Homeworld and then gave us so little information yeah. about Homeworld that it felt like we couldn't even use it for that. Well, in a weird so, way, it felt like, um, it, it felt a bit like Dishonored did a better job of this, but I, I still think I would, I would put them as fellow travelers because unless you know a lot about the Dishonored world... There's more in that little book to go on, but there isn't as much to go on as, say, like you open up Conan or Infinity, um, yeah, and you have a very Octon Cthulhu. You have a very clear idea of what this world is and, and what kinds of things you're supposed to face, and some ideas to entertainment and pop culture and literary references that you can use as models. Homeworld's just like, uh, is it Battlestar Galactica? I'm not really sure. So if you came to it already being very well versed in the, the the lore and the canon of the games, but then there's the issue of, wait a minute, we those games are based in giant fleet actions, aren't they? So then you're yeah. asking yourself the question of where does my itty piddly little dude fit? Yeah, so Homeworld was the was the swing in the miss, big time swing in the miss for me. And then I, I see it at one of my local game stores and I'm fine with the smaller, like digest size books. I, I, I'm not, I'm not thrilled about them, but I'm not against them. But the Homeworld screen is the same size. It looks like it got run through the, like the wash on, on like hot and then thrown in the dryer, like a sweater. Um, it's, it's this little itty bitty thing and it's, it's, it's landscape um, instead of portrait orientation, but the screen itself is the size of that small book. So I guess you're supposed to like crouch down really low at your at your game table. Don't have big dice. People will see them over the edge of the screen. So anyway, enough about Homeworld. I'm done with that. I have moved on. What kinds of plans and dreams do you think uh, you have for yourself, for the show, and things you hope for, you're looking forward to in this next calendar year? I mean, personally, it'll be like, I hope that our D&D campaign goes, or like starts up and goes, <laughs> however form it ends up taking and how we deal with it. I hope, I hope we actually manage to go somewhere with that. That'd be good. Um, I, mean, I think you've got a really good idea. It's ambitious, it's complicated, but I think it's, if you can find a way to make it work, I think it'll be really cool. So I'm, I'm in your corner. Um, so that's, that's a, that'd be like a personal one. Um, well, I'll, get, I'll come back to you for personal one before we go on to the other things, because otherwise I'll be outrageous. How about you then for next year? Personal stuff? Uh, well, I, I in the next like two and a half weeks, I need to finish a, a significant amount of reading and, and commentary on a thing for Modiphius. And then I have something that I am writing that I need to finish as well so that's like really short term longer term actually though i i want i want to do more of that um 
I want to do more of that for them. And I have an idea of something for Octoon Cthulhu that uh, if I get up the guts and the the like the clarity of of some initial ideas, uh, if I get that up enough, I will uh, I will pitch it to them. So I would like to do that. I'd like I I really do like writing, um, and I've I don't I don't know if I mean I like I I was a weirdo who liked writing long essays in graduate school. I, I really I enjoyed <laughs> writing long research papers. Um, so. I want to do I want to do more of that. I want to actually put some of these weird ideas that I have to to screen and see if other people find use in them. Yeah, I think I'd like to definitely make better. I mean, partly because I feel like I've been how long have I been part time now? I know two and a half. No, it's three years. Oh, that's terrible. I've been part time for three years. I've made very little use of my time, which is why I'm considering going back to full time mm-hmm. next year. Um, but it'd be nice to see if I can actually make use of the. You know, I've still got six seven months of being having a day off a week that maybe I yeah. can actually do something with it. But I kind of, it's a, it's a win-win because either I don't make use of it, in which case, well, that's why I'm going back full time because I haven't been making use of my time or I do make use of it and cool, I did something with my yeah. time. That's a good point. Um, so I, yeah, it's kind of, it's a win-win for me. Um, what about the podcast then? I can't, I can't like that, you know, last year's was kind of our, yeah, we wanted to make, a, you know, we did the disco, we have the disco now. I'd like. I think I've said it already. I'd, I'd like to grow our audience, so our audience is is more into two D twenty. It's not just two D twenty, but partly because I think the stuff we talk about, which is the non two D twenty stuff, our general stuff, I think is generally good Thank stuff. You. And I think particularly newer people might find it really useful. And then even if those people don't listen to two D, like don't play two D twenty, some of the stuff we talk about in two D twenty would be useful, and you know you can use in other things. So. Um, so I'd love to work out a way of of sort of getting more people into that. It's, it's hard trying to find places to advertise, kind of advertise the podcast yeah. when it's not specific to other systems. So yeah. Yeah, it might be a case of a weekly drop into a a general, other you know, Facebook or Reddit thing to just go, hey, we've dropped a new thing. You know, people might be interested and, you know, eventually maybe people will start listening to it. Well, how about this? For those of you listening, if you think that our non-2D20 episodes are worth listening to, if you get something out of them and you have non-2D20 friends, you still have some of them around, uh, share the show. We would appreciate it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't. It, it's interesting. After, after thinking about the Discord... And I do want to have uh, more guests. That'd be interesting. Of you know, I don't, I don't really know who or what on, under what on what topics, but it would be interesting to have some other folks on um, periodically. I think that's one where we could cross over those two things. If we got someone that wasn't Modifius or Two D Twenty on the show to talk about presumably a different game, then those people might people might be interested in that other game and then might come and listen to our oh, other yeah. stuff, and then that's. Uh, that's the way to it. Um, I thought something else. There's a point. Well, there's a point you mentioned doing Patreon, but you kind of went, do you want to do Patreon? I went, not really. And you went, neither do I. And I was like, oh, cool. Um, but you um, did, you did mention YouTube at one mm. point. Because obviously, despite, <laughs> it's entirely possible that no one realizes this apart from the three other people that have been on our show. We actually do this over video. Yes, we do. Um, so in theory, we could, I mean, I assume when you record this, you are, you're recording the video as yep. well. You're not just recording the sound. Yep. In which, but I don't, I, you know, I have done YouTube stuff and I have a YouTube channel uh, and I found it a complete pain. But, 
Um, I don't know how easy it'd be to take this be easy. and turn it. it, it honestly, the 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 steps, it would be easy. Technically, it would it wouldn't be. It would add like five minutes, maybe ten minutes to my post processing of each of these. So maybe we could do that. I wonder if maybe that's a thing that would be cool to People do. People could look at us. Just to, you know, let's. Yeah. Well, yeah, might have to think more carefully about what. We, no, we don't need to worry about what we wear or waving our backs. I know. I suppose we do if they're. If they're red, no, I don't even think they do. If they're red, I don't know the rules on it. It'd be fine. As people seem to only ever get caught out and put music which they don't own the rights to, and we never use music, so that's not a yeah. problem. Just actually, um, and you know what, the music that is that precedes and follows our episode, I have permission to use. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's maybe that's something we think about. We we ventured out into Discord last mm-hmm. year. Maybe we venture into YouTube. Okay, let's do that next year. Why not? Let's do that. I'll even start with this one. And people can see us making strange expressions and things like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Annie, you're gonna be on YouTube. No, why not? Why not? She tell she's a YouTube star. She fills all shades. Although that I think that was I'll more of you, like a, I'll tell you later. That was more of like a five, six years ago thing. You know, now it's now it's TikTok until it's TikTok until people it, yeah. catch on to the fact that TikTok is just a giant open source intelligence gathering scam by the Chinese Communist Party. Um <laughs> Till that out. Till people figure that one out. Uh, yeah. Uh, where were we? Oh, that way we're talking about the podcast for next year. You got anything that you'd like to yeah. want to have on the podcast next year? Well, it's, okay. So we need to. I think we should push for uh, more guests. Like maybe like one quarterly. I mean, I'm not necessarily saying, oh, here's the here every three months exactly, but just to keep us on yeah. track. I think that and and sure, why not YouTube? What the heck? People can see what we look like. I'm not giving any tells as to where I'm located because I'm coming to you from the moon. <laughs> and I'm coming from... And you're coming to us from... A broken planet by the looks of it. Like some kind of... What was it? What's that awful D&D set? Um, oh, what's that setting I can't stand? That doesn't narrow it down. Forgotten Realms? The one with planes Plane and stuff. Game. That one. Well, it was meant to be really good. I never played in it. You obviously didn't get the memo that it's actually I bad. just all, I ever, all I've I'll, ever I'll heard about Planescape is how Planescape was amazing. It's like the best thing ever, which clearly is not true because... Yeah, well, actually, I liked bits of Forgotten Realms, but more like I liked Alkadeem and all of the other Forgotten Realms stuff. Not, uh, yeah. What are you saying? Everyone's um, what else? Um, how about... How about so gaming stuff? And let's, let's, we've, yeah, we've, that's podcast. I think we're, we're okay for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So, what are you yeah, what are good. you looking forward to or hoping for in the gaming world next year? And while you're thinking, I want those community publishing guidelines from Modifius for the SRD. That's what I want. That's what I want. My new. I, I, that's that should be our Christmas present for Modifius. That should be. Hopefully, that has already happened. That would be glorious if that came out before the end of 2022, and so people could get working. Because I, my sense is that there is a, a lot of pent up creative energy, and probably a lot of projects that people have worked on and are sitting there like, well, well, when can I, I kind publish of hope this? What they do How can is I publish? give us a date ahead of time? So kind of say, here are the community, nice. here are the community guidelines. This will go live in, you know, to give us them in January. Say this will go live in March. Because that would give yeah. me input to do it. Part of the reason I never went and did anything, a, a laziness, obviously. But the other thing was like, <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> that, that came, I that don't came know first. what I can work on without knowing what the community, yeah. I might work on something and then they write right. the community guidelines and then you go, oh, well, I can't, I can't I use the thing I've done. <clears throat> so, you know, it'd be nice to have something ready to go. So, yeah, I would quite like them to actually say, all right, here are the guidelines. 
we will go live with this in further down the road. I, I hope they don't just kind of drop them and go, right, now you can publish. Because then that would be like, oh, right, I've yeah. now I've got a few weeks to actually write something well, to put up. What would actually be really nice is if they did that and then they said, okay, we will. T- this is how we will take questions yeah. about it. And then they could generate a growing like fact yeah. page about them about the guidelines so that then people are really clear so that people aren't making mistakes yeah because the last thing i want to do is you know get in trouble obviously but the, but the really the last thing i, I don't want to put a bunch of effort into something and then have to unravel it or flush it and do it all over again so i've been i'm same position so yeah that would be, be so yeah i i want to see that i want to see those guidelines there really isn't um i'm not and and this is just um this is just because of, a, I think it's a combination of like my gaming bandwidth. I only have just so much time for reading. I only have just so much desire to spend money on this stuff. And I only have just so much time for playing it. So like Cohorts Cthulhu has never been particularly interesting to me. So I'm sure that's going to come out, but I'm not really, I'm not like, oh, I can't wait for that. And then there's that other thing that they're doing, which is some like weird post-apocalyptic with like robots and stuff like that. And that doesn't really float my mind. I'm, I'm always interested for more modifious stuff because it shows other ways of using the rule system which helps you sure for that sake yeah the more stuff they do like that the easier it makes it to be able to do you know use use 2d20 to run other system uh, other settings um you know at the moment i you know cohorts cthulhu i think it will make it that much easier to run a fantasy 2d20 game and actually have monsters and stuff already started and having like played conan and kind of gone oh conan actually has issues that i've never really noticed before but then gone and looked at in cthulhu go oh the problems i've noticed in conan do not exist in acting cthulhu which means in cohort cthulhu they won't exist in that um the actual setting i'm not really interested in at all although there are historical periods i wouldn't mind playing in mostly anything that assassin's creed has done so um so yeah i I, i'm looking forward to that coming out in terms of i think that's as close to a fantasy 2d20 setting that isn't conan that we're going to get i hope they act and what i really hope is they announce some new stuff and ideally not just announce new stuff but announce a new stuff and it's going to be out soon because you know cohorts they announced at the start of this year and they're still play testing for it so we might we we might only see a pdf this year and the book might not come out till 2024 that'll be really irritating because then we might that that would be we'd go through the whole of 2023 without a new core book drop which would be, you know, that'd be Although, you know what, having fleshing out that which is there is, I'm, I'm fine with that. You know, it doesn't need to, we don't need to be constantly adding new games. You know, the fact that sometime probably by, there'll be some more Octone Cthulhu stuff, some like sizable yeah. Octone Cthulhu, Cthulhu stuff by summer is my guess. And, uh, and based on what John said, you know, that they, they, there's a, there's a couple years worth of, you know, publishing ideas for that. So that's good. I, I don't need, I don't need another game. I would like more stuff for the games that I have. Yeah. I think the thing I have is that the games that I really like is infinity and that's not getting any more stuff. And to be honest, if I want to buy infinity, I have enough stuff to play with infinity. So I don't need more sure. things for infinity. Um, I'm not that, you know, I'm not, I quite like acting to feel but I'm not that fast. It's just, it doesn't really, doesn't grab me desperately right it's, it's, i i like to know that it's there so if i wanted to play it, i could play with the stuff i have um you know if i were really serious about playing it, i could go and buy and you know i know the adventures and stuff and like the, the sort of the little things so so that'd be cool so yeah i'm always looking for more setting stuff um i'm a i'm a little i, I you okay the the 
the fact that they're losing the, the Conan license here in, you know, eight days. Eight days, their license officially expires, and then they have until June to sell off their, their stock. So PDFs on everything are available, and then what's left of the books that they have. And they don't have a lot left. Um, a lot of the Conan the books are are gone. Um, the ones that I would have wanted or had, I have the PDFs yeah. for all of them, but I was curious, like, eh, do I want, you know, do I want physical copies also? And I think I probably won't because they just take up shelf space and I have the ones that I really like. I have like, I think there are two or three. I don't have the Scout. I don't have the King. I don't have the Wanderer. Those are the three Conan buzz. And I don't have Cull of Atlantis. I thought I had all of them, but it turns out, I think it turned out. I don't have one Cull of Atlantis. Have. So those are the four, like, the Conan the books yeah, I that I don't have. And I'm going back and forth on whether I want to buy a physical copy of Shadow, what is it, Shadow of the Sorcerer or something like that, that, that big campaign. Yeah, that crossed my mind to, like, maybe I'll get one of those campaigns because then. But then I've often found that campaigns are the kind of things I don't need in book form because I, because you use them once. Yeah, that's the, yeah, you end up running, you end up using pieces of them. Yeah. You only need to print pieces. Um, but you you made the point when we talked about the cancellation of it. It's like, well, they've done everything. Like yeah. They've printed everything that's canon and then a little bit extra. You know, they've added things like Age of Conan and the Exiles books, which, you know, they're not Howard Conan, but they're Conan. And so there really isn't anything else I need for it. I mean, all they could really do now is it. Sure. They could but, do adventures man. and that's about it. But yeah that's that's literally i mean it kind of feels you know now they are sort of doubling down on sort of star trek and acting cthulhu but it makes yeah. sense because star trek's crazy popular and as long as they yeah. can hold on to the license they can keep doing stuff um I mean, i'm looking forward to some of the other star trek books coming out so you know i'd love to see a, a picard book which goes a bit further ahead in time and i'm waiting on my shipyard book is the discovery book out did i imagine yes i have it right now um, you know how I feel about Discovery, but the book is very good. Um, but like that shipyard book, I probably want it, will get hold of that because yeah. actually that looks really cool. But it's like yeah, at the moment I've got no that. interest by Star Trek. But the, if I was going to play Star Trek, I would go out and get that book. Yeah. Um, and there's a whole bunch of other stuff they can they can do for Star Trek. And then obviously Acting Cthulhu is their own thing. But I'll be interested going forward. Are they going to keep doing licensed stuff, or are yeah, they going see. to you know do more of their own things? Uh, just, yeah. Yeah. Interesting to see what they're going to do with that. Um, Non-Modifius, I'm obviously still, I'm not as looking forward to it as much as I was. <laughs> I'm still looking forward to the Marvel thing coming out because yeah, I, I was glad to see that they did actually take things on board and massive issues with some of the games. They, I mean, they didn't go back and redo the, the base system because they'd obviously kind of, I still feel as a bit of it's been told that, well, you have to use 3D6 because it means we can do this particular thing. And they, they weren't going to change that. Um, but they, they changed a lot of stuff. A lot of the stuff which was causing real problems with the game, they've changed. And they've carried yeah. on changing. They didn't just like wait one change. You know, 1.1, they made tiny changes, like little tweaks. 1.2, they made wholesale massive changes to how the game was going to work. 1.3, they went even further on that, essentially going to the stuff I'd said, you know, six months before, but still. Um, so that was good. So I've, I'm reasonably confident that they are going to end up with a half decent game, at least a game that will be playable. Um, and it doesn't have to be amazing because if you go back and look at some of the other things, I mean, like the Star, the, the, the Marvel Universe game was with, with the little gems moving around was terrible. And 
Marvel Heroic, loads of people hated that. So, um, you know, and the last DC game with Mutants and Mutants and Masterminds third edition and tons of people hate that. So it's not like, you know, there aren't tons of amazing superhero games now. Cued loads of people jumping on the go. This superhero game is amazing and this superhero game is amazing. Um, for me, there has never been a the Mutants and Masterminds is probably one of the better superhero games and it's a stupidly complicated superhero game the, the problem is you have this thing with superhero games we said you know you can either have it really complex so you can make any superpower but you need like a degree in astrophysics to be able to do it um i guess that's why i can cope with it because i was close uh or you have a game which is much more simple but then doesn't then let you, you do all that, the interesting you need stuff, to have some so. narrative continuity among the players yeah. at the table or you end up <clears throat> tearing things apart by people interpreting very differently yeah, yeah i don't actually have any that I can think of. I have no um I have no non-2D20 role-playing game hopes, goals, whatever. I really actually want to focus. I want to focus on writing for myself and possibly like for submission. That's where I'm 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 in I think I'm intentionally putting on blinders to focus my energies and to um protect my wallet. <laughs> as well I want to do that yeah i'm deliberately saying nothing about the new version of dnd because from what i understand it's two years away and the play test stuff is, is great but i, I find play test with something like a bit weird it's like i can't you can't do it in mid campaign what am i going to do like i could run all my stuff with this stuff and as the camp as they release new rules and new suggestions i you, you change no, all thanks. of you it doesn't make any sense <clears throat> so i'm always interested in who actually managed to sort of play test that stuff but Hey, cool. If you're making a better game, people go for it. Um, I'm pure. The only thing I'm curious for next year is to find out whether they are going to, it is really a new, new edition. Because initially they were like, oh, it's a tweak. And you're kind of like, oh, it's 5.5. And over time, I feel like it's moving more towards sixth edition. So yeah, I'm, just, have, I'm just, I'm curious more than anything else. I, I'm curious too. I'm curious up to the free quick start PDF level. <laughs> I, but I have, um, I feel like I've you're like okay. Uh like nutmeg. Nutmeg is a flavor that I can only take every once in a while and in very small doses because after I get a taste for it, like you know, you, you taste it that it's just that's all I can taste. And I feel like I have gotten that with 5e. Like, okay, I get it. I get what it is, and really at its core, I don't like it. And and what they're doing with it, and like what they did. I mean, fourth fourth edition was, you know, it 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 anyway for what it was. And you go to fifth edition, and when I pull back to orbit, and I look at the whole of what Watsi is doing with that property, I actually have to say I don't like it. Uh, and so I um, I'm just I I honestly I I think that as long as they own it, which they're going to. Uh, and as long as the design team continues to replicate itself with people with the same kind of rules and and uh, call it like world foundation views, um, it's not something I'm. They're not going to get my money, and they don't care because no. they're getting a lot of other people's money, and they're getting to buy all kinds of disposable crap, and and that's you know, and I'm not. I, I but yeah, I I am curious about this you know borg like you will be assimilated by one dnd kind of vibe i'm curious about it but the chances of me playing it are somewhere between nil and nothing and the chances of me buying any ever even lower than that 
I think almost certainly I'll buy stuff. I'm just curious to see whether well, it's going of to be course a, you will a proper new edition. Or that's a, why you're going to go back full another time. one because like third edition. You know, I think I, I guess I bought the original third edition books, even though I wasn't playing it and didn't even have a group at the time. I had no idea there was a 3.5e because I like bought them and then I, I, I wasn't playing role playing for sort of like a I know a ten year period, so I missed 3.5 altogether. Um, and then I came back in and you know played a bit of four e and so we have this conversation. But um, yeah, what I found funny in the last week is seeing a lot of posts earlier in the week about oh there's going to be no OGL and they're going to get rid of it and there'll be no homebrew stuff and that'll be the end of D and D and everyone will go and play you know and, and just like happened with Pathfinder. And then, of course, they released an announcement. I said, no, there's going to be an AGL and, you know, it's, we're just going to talk to people and we're just going to... It's a thing I hadn't thought about, which when I read it and I was like, oh, wow, yeah, how did they never do that again? Which essentially they're going to say, well, if you want to make homebrew D and role-playing stuff, you totally can. But all of the other stuff that goes along with it, like people releasing their own cards or own screens or own models with plaster and D&D, &D, which technically people could do under the OGL, They'd be like, no, now you can't do that. And you're like, yeah, right. fair enough. That's all merchandising. They shouldn't be allowed to copy that. That's that's them protecting yeah. their IP. So as as it is, um, and even to the extent you know people using the OGL to release books, which the, the Wizards of the Coast get no money from. And I think, yeah, I'm not going to begrudge them that. It's if it's their IP, yeah. And you, then you know, like most of this stuff, you release it with a community license to be able to just claim claim OGL and release stuff and just not put D&D, &D, but everyone knows it's for D&D &D and make a fortune and Wizard of the Coast make nothing out of that. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and go, they should yeah. be able to do that. You think, well, no, Wizards of the Coast own it. And they're right when they say it's under monetized. Great. And if that's who they want to go after, brilliant, because that doesn't really affect me. I don't buy loads of stupid D&D &D merchandise and I don't buy all of the books and I don't subscribe to or pay for D&D &D Beyond or any of the other stuff. So, um, Yes, if they want to get money uh, other ways, then uh, that doesn't bother me. Because people basically jump in on a... I mean, that's one of the things like we've talked about. People jumping on the bandwagon of 5e and releasing yeah. games and making a ton of money out of it, but then not having to pay anything for that. That doesn't, doesn't quite seem right to me, but... Well, I Obviously, guess, I was, and I don't want to, I don't want to jump into this, but I guess, um, you know, part of the thing that people were, were getting grouchy about was that, like, if you're if you're printing things under the OGL or making things under the OGL, and and you're you're earning revenues above a certain amount, then you have to pay, you have to report those revenues to Watsi, and you have to pay them a royalty. Yeah, but, but it's they three said that, quarters of a million dollars before. Yeah, you have and to they pay said anything. that only applies to like twenty publishers yeah. or fewer. Like, it's it's not like you know dude in his basement pumping out pdfs of his own weirdo world is going to get affected by that i was thinking it's like know, okay those, those companies might take a bit of a hit but if you're earning more than three quarters of a million dollars on off the back of D, &D yeah probably the ip holders should be getting some of that action because it's well, their the, IP. You know, the, the, that's how the it trouble works. too you know from like an economics standpoint that the the and I, I i think i see this from watsi's angle is that like complementary goods, you know, the idea of like, okay, you know, you, you, you know what I'm talking about, obviously. Yeah. There's, if, if the only complementary good that you need to buy needs, supposedly, that Watsi's going to generate revenue from is the PHB and the Dungeon Master's Guide. And then you buy all this other stuff, monster books and adventures and campaigns and blah, 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 blah. You just, you dropped $100. How much profit they made off of it, I have no idea. But that's all that that's the as the only thing they're ever going to get from you. And you're going to but you're continuing to this other company that is living off of 
that foundation is continuing to make all this revenue. So I, I, I get it. I'm not going to, again, I'm not going to bemoan a company for seeking to keep its lights on and pay its workforce and continue to provide stuff. For, I'm not going to bemoan that. The funny thing is at the same time, it. when the people at Hasbro are saying, oh, D&D is under monetized, you think, well, you do even have DMs Guild where basically you make right. money for nothing. Right. Like previous Although to I DMs Guild. I think their position is that Historically, who spends the most on stuff? The DM. Yeah. Who buys the most books? Who buys the most junkola? It's the DM. And so yeah. what they're trying to do yeah, is say, hey, kid, first time's free. Don't be a square. Buy this extra. <laughs> so, you know, so they want to they want to sell the players a bunch of disposable Chinese plastic oh, crap. I'd, I'd love it if players spent freaking money on games. That'd be awesome. <laughs> It'd be nice. Nice players, um, the yeah, bane was, of every GM. I was, the, the DMs Guild was such a good idea because actually I think part of the reason 5e did get so much bigger again is because rather than, you know, previous to DMs Guild, people did homebrew stuff and it was on people's own websites or on yeah. random other things and it was really hard to find. And the DMs Guild was a way of collating it. You, you know where you can go to look for some stuff. Doesn't You don't know whether it's well, good there or was not. Also, there was also a minimum standard for layout yeah. and quality so that there, you were guaranteed that you were, there's going to be a floor, a workable floor above which everything was going to be, you know, format wise, they were all going to be in. You were going to be getting for some them weird to then junk. take half of everything that gets sold on there. Well, they don't get half because obviously drive through gets some, but still, they basically they're getting money for nothing. People are right. doing that stuff. They they put zero effort into doing that. Um, so that is a revenue stream. So when people kind of thought maybe they were going to get rid of that, it's like they were never going to get rid of that. No. What are they going to do? Stupid to get rid it, of that. If, they, if they put it onto people's web, people would still release stuff on their websites and you would make no money from it. Yeah, it would just, just people go, making yeah. it would make no money. And from then it, if so. they wanted to get angry, they'd, they'd be playing whack a mole, yeah. you know, with cease and desist orders combing the web for anything with the words dungeons, ampersand, dragons in it. Uh, and yeah, and then they'd, they'd make their fans hate them. It'd yeah. be like the Metallica of the, uh, the gaming industry. But yeah, so that's, that's 2024. So we don't, I think that's. I'll be interested to see how that develops over the next year. I won't yeah. really touch it. I'll just look at it from afar. And, you know, I'll, I'll and sit on the sideline every once in a while and watch people get really worked up and poke them with a stick every once in a while just because I find <laughs> that amusing. That's what I'll do. Um, but yeah, I think in terms of sort of the game and stuff, yes, that, that's really it. It's because it, it's it. one of those things of knowing what's coming out and I know that Marvel's coming out. So, And then the other thing is just it's waiting. So yeah. The outside of the, the way that these news things work is that, you know, we'll probably get some really cool announcements of stuff next year, which will be for 2024, which, yeah. will, be, which will be yeah. frustrating. Or if people got any sense, if you knew and know a new edition of D&D is coming, you probably should avoid that um, rather than try and release against it. But I think we did it. I think we reviewed our year. I think we've added to our goals uh, in a realistic manner. And I think we modestly, realistically look forward to 2023. I, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm going to end with. Excellent job done. All right. Well, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too. Thank you so much for listening. You can visit our show's homepage at anchor.fm/fluffandcrunch. That's f l u f f n c r u n c h. We would really appreciate feedback and reviews on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to this on. Thanks so much. <laughs>